Is Is That falls this way. Where are you going? Where are you going? The seats are down here. No. No. Come on, this way. What? Uh, what are you talking about? Ed, we're going to miss the game. Come on. Where the hell are you going? Ed, just follow me, please. Ethel. This way. This isn't it. Ethel, this isn't it. Ed, I'm so sick of arguing. Hey, come in here. Where? This door here. Why would we go in this door? Wow. Ed, I don't think we should be in here. Ethel, look, you can see the whole stadium. Ed, that's enough. Let's get out of oh, here. Oh, no way. Look. Oh, look at all the buttons. Ed, don't touch any of them. Hey, they have a piano. still get echo here. <laughs> Hang on. Okay, how's that? How are ya? This is Sunday. What is the date anyway? Do you care about that? I care. It's the 30th of June, 2013. And uh, I'm having a good morning. It, it's a little, I thought I would, uh, I'm going up to my folks today to uh, work on that shelf that we're, we're planning. And I thought I'd cram in Chub Creek before I leave. So we'll see. I don't know what kind of quality you're going to get, but for some reason I decided to tackle that, uh, that stadium thing. Um, that, the real, um, the horn here at the end, that's, that was the moment that the Jays won the, uh, their 11th straight game against, um, no, it was their 11th straight game, straight win, sorry, 
I have no idea what I'm talking about. It was their 11th straight win, um, but they just also swept the uh, Orioles, so pretty cool. And um, I can't remember where we're going. We're going somewhere. Uh, hopefully it's peaceful and serenidipitous. Seren- serendipitous and serendipitous. What's the word for serenity-ish? Serenity-ish? Serene. Hello? <laughs> serendipitous and serene, hopefully. Hopefully. I think it is. Although I, I, I found myself stumbling over what I was saying. It was so hot. It was really hot and the bugs... Uh, it was not some. Uh, you decide. I think I'm going senile. Jesus. Uh, I'm at. Uh, I'm at work. Why am I at work? Because well, I actually had to do something, but I could have lived without doing it. I just thought, oh, while I'm here, I'll do it. But I think I'm going senile. So all evening. I thought, oh shit, I left my Sony RX100 camera, my little portable camera, at work, and I better go back and get it, because someone will steal it. We just, I usually leave things lying on my desk if I forget to bring it or tidy up, I just leave things where they are, so. I went all the way to work, and I just spent the last 20 minutes. It takes so long to get to my desk. I get there, and I don't see it. And I'm searching around, turning things upside down, looking at my cupboard, thinking, damn, someone stole it already. And I, and I sit down and do a little bit of work that I wanted to do. <laughs> Only 10 minutes of it, not even. I get back to my car and I see that my camera is right in my passenger seat. It's been there the whole time. It was there all the way here. And uh, it's there. So, just thought, uh, let you know, senility is coming for me. I looked too. I looked over and over again. I just don't understand. It's right there. I'm looking. It's there. It's right there. So today, um, if you're interested where I'm going, I, I feel the need to get some exercise. So there's threatening clouds right now, and it's supposed there's only 30% chance of rain, it says, but uh, I don't know. And I'm just going to uh, Silver Creek Conservation Area, which is one of my favorites, and it's just got a great long hike, which I feel like making sure I get... And that's where I'm going. So I'll see you there. When I got my Timmy's. I should stop buying a Timmy's on the way because I just have to pee when I get there. But they do have a porta potty. Oh, so that's good. <laughs> okay. And that's another, if I get caught in the rain, I'm going to bring my umbrella with me too. So I'm going to be the funniest looking hiker ever. Okay, I'll see you there. I'm not talking in the car. Oh, one last thing. I've got a really funny looking, I've, my, my, furry windscreen came in the mail and so I'm very excited about that Uh, so I on my recorder I have this it looks like a Muppet it's a big shag of Einstein looking hair (laughs) it's great I'll take a picture of it later Uh, so what it will do is cut almost all the wind sound out so no matter where I am I will have protection from the wind and you won't hear any nasty wind sounds anymore 
Well, that's good. Anyway, enough talking in the car. I'll talk to you in a bit. Beautiful, whatever it was. Sound like a loon. Crows are lazy today. They're just hanging out. They're hanging out at the treetops above me. Just going, eh. I know you see me. It's a lot of bugs. It's really muggy and it's nice, but there's still it's kind of clammy and hot, and so it's it's been raining, and so it's all kind of overgrown and muggy. This has been a really good week, uh, but so hard. The work has been so hard. Mostly because of the quantity of stuff and no time for anything. And Man, trying to be creative. Not, a, not only try to be creative, but try to be the best. You know, to do the best work you can for your company and, and be in an incredible hurry is... Whew, it's been taking a lot out of me this week. I'm really itchy because I've been stung a lot by bugs. Um, mosquitoes. Should have brought some. I don't even have any of that stuff. Well, that's a neat sound. They're like, we're pissed off that you came back. Go back where you were going. Because I turned around for a minute. Apparently crows are extremely smart. Have I mentioned that before? Everyone knows, knows they're smart, but they're so smart they can do stuff like crack walnuts. We're using a car tire. <clears throat> you know, putting a nut in front of the tire and wait till the car drives over it. That takes some pretty smart cause and effect reasoning. That's a pretty one, listen to that. This is a long, steady hill, so I'm gonna be a bit out of breath. So let's try to listen to him. song 
sweating too. Yeah, it's been challenging at work, all right. <clears throat> I haven't even had any chance to fill out that uh, thing I have to fill out that may get me a promotion. <laughs> That's how busy I am, because I should be doing that. I should be doing it now, I suppose, but I need my sanity too. <sighs> I forgot to forward it to myself. I don't even have it at home. Well, it's tricky because I'm supposed to describe uh, my my job, what it is, and why it's crucial. And then they're going to decide, you know, does does he need to have a bigger title? So uh, my boss is very supportive, and he says for sure you're going to get it. So that'll be fun. I think I'm a little afraid of it. I don't like spelling out exactly what my worth is. I don't like it. I feel like it's... I feel like I'm going to limit myself. I'm way up high on a hill here. It's like a 200 foot drop down this hill. For a while I was being dive-bombed by something big, some bee or wasp or something and I'm still not over the panic that I feel when that happens I just still I still felt like you know I'm fighting the urge to turn around and go back just because of the panic the panic I feel with with bees I don't know why that is so I just kind of kept going and choked down my panic and it's so silly I feel like such a child but I have a stick in my hand to, because I didn't have a hat. That was really bothering me. I usually have a hat that I kind of flap around and it makes me feel better. But uh, still, I got this stick just in case I get dive bombed again. I don't mind if I know that there are like deer flies, horse flies. But for some reason, as soon as I get it into my head that it's a wasp or a bumblebee or a bee or something with stinger and wh why am I afraid of that it would be the tiniest sting even if it hurt who cares isn't it funny panic it's always choking that down finally some level ground here the team's been working really hard too they they're just slaving for me, which is makes me feel great. There's a little chipmunk. He's brave. Hey, little guy. Usually they're just gone. This guy's not too afraid. I'm five feet from him. It's too dark for photo, to photograph him. It's very dark. I've got my camera set to like a thousand ISO, which just gives you really grainy shots. So panicking much about getting the good shots. Well, he will break for a minute and come back to you when I have something to say to you. Just cross through the road. 
I always start recording when I hear a weird bird, but he won't do it again, probably. Yeah, I have to say it's a little, a little less pleasant than usual just because the bugs, not the bees and stuff, but I mean just the mosquitoes. They're really bugging me. My arms are just covered. They're itchy as hell already. This is nice though. I'm uh, in one of those areas that's got the really tall, tall, tall trees with wide open underneath. It's kind of wide open. Hard to explain that, I guess. Why bug debris all over me from killing them? Need to get some repellent. I think when I kill them and smoosh blood all over me, probably attracts them even more. Yeah, it's just putting me off all the bugs. Blech. Picking, picking, picking. <laughs> and then you get cross uh, ten spider webs in your face just when you're being annoyed already. <sighs> Ouch. And it is even windy and I can't even test my furry thing out. Well, you haven't heard any wind though, have you? There probably has been some. I, uh, I'm killing bugs every five seconds on myself, on my arms. Uh, calories getting the big flood. Have you heard about this? I don't know if you hear about that if you're in the States, but, or in England or Australia or Tasmania. But, uh, just uh, my place where I used to live and more my kids still live, the uh, town's gotten flooded out. And right, so the whole... Calgary's a very small city, really. Maybe a million people. And when you walk through downtown, it's... Uh, is it pretty? A little stream. You only walk for half an hour and you're through the town, you know? It's not that big. I wish I could stop. Every time I stop, I get... bit by bugs. There's ten of them on my shoulder right now. I looked at my shoulder just now, and there's like eight bugs on my shoulder, just feasting. Uh, and their mayor is uh, turning into a bit of a popular favorite. He's kind of becoming like Rudy Giuliani was, just because he's been so useful in stepping up to the plate and telling people what they can do to help themselves. And I guess everyone felt a little bit afraid, and he seem to be the figure they're leading on the most. So good for him. He has a very Indian sounding name. I've forgotten it. Uh, I tried to tell Siri to remember it. Actually, I'll tell you, Siri is kind of funny. Siri thinks his name is... Uh, it's actually Nahid Nenshi. <laughs> Definitely not an Indian sounding name. I'm not sure what I was thinking. <laughs> I said the mayor in Calgary is... So whatever his name is, it sounds like, is that heat energy? <laughs> I can't remember what it is. Nifrat, Ninard something, but it's, it sounds like, is that heat energy? <laughs> so if you're <laughs> trying to remember his name, that might help you. It didn't help me, obviously. But good for him. Um, but uh, my kids were unaffected. They were in a higher area that wasn't flooded out, but I noticed my place I used to live there, Inglewood, when we first moved to Calgary, 
uh, was in the red zone. So, which is surprising because uh, we were up on a hill. I guess maybe where we were wouldn't have been affected, but like the whole of downtown, a river flows right through it, the uh, Bow River, and I guess they got enough rain for a whole summer in a couple of days, and it caused massive flooding. So. There's a lot of dangers I wouldn't have really thought about. One of them being electricity. So if uh, one of the things the mayor was telling you to do was before you go home, we're allowing you to go home, but before you go in, stuff like make sure your sidewalk is not saturated. I don't know what that meant. And make sure that there's water level is not above your electrical fixtures. So that sounded pretty important. Um, I can't remember what else, but it was it sounded pretty ominous. But uh, they wouldn't even let you go home to check your house to see if it was flooded because of the dangers. Oh god, bloody bugs! Um, well, that's a nice one. Hear that? He just looks like a starling. That was a starling. It was a very pretty song. So what else is happening? I did some more topics. (laughs) Let's see. Oh, cicadas. So my friend Jack... Who, uh, actually who I met on Second Life, but who I've become uh, very close with, just chatting with in all chats, various forms, from Facebook to, to Twitter to whatever, I can't remember all the ways we chat, and uh, um, Google Plus, um, and emails, um, she has that infestation of cicadas. And if you don't know about that, this is the brood that lasts 17 years. I'm going to turn around here because the trail splits. And I'm kind of getting fed up with these bugs. It's about an hour back. I'm going to turn around. Anyway, so she, she bought her Zoom recorder. So Jack, she, you, you sent me those, you emailed me those files of the amazing sound of the cicadas. Oh, so I didn't finish the story. So the, these cicadas are the same, same kind of creatures that live here, except ours don't uh, live for so long. But the ones out there in uh, central United States, I don't know exactly where um, they are. Jack, I don't even know exactly where you live. Where do you live? I probably shouldn't say even if I did, should I? But sort of uh, within 100 miles of New York uh, City, like New Jersey, right? Anyway, that's where they are, and I don't know where else they are. God, I feel completely ignorant about everything suddenly. But they, um, 
those are the ones that when you, when they're here, you don't hear them right now because it's later than the summer. You hear them. They go like that. So Jack's recorded them uh, doing their thing in the gazillions because they bury themselves and they feed on roots of the trees for 17 years and then they surface again and complete the breeding cycle and they die and the tens of trillions of these things surface and make a racket and the racket Jack says it's hard to believe the sound the decibel level so she sent me a whole bunch of uh, examples of it and I'll play some of that now Isn't that an amazing... I have to turn this down to talk. Isn't that an amazing sound? I couldn't have... I couldn't put up with that for more than a few minutes. It sounds apparent. She says it gets so loud, it's almost deafening. So you can tell. You can tell listening to that. Isn't that crazy? Sorry if I just destroyed your eardrums there. But thanks for sending that, Jack. That is so amazing. Um, they even look creepy. They've got little red eyes compared to the ones here. The ones here are kind of pale and grasshoppery looking. They still got that really wide head, though. Their bodies are really wide, so that they can they can hide behind a branch and grab the whole branch with their legs. They hold on to it, and they and they insert their little needle thing into the into the branch. And apparently, they can land on you and put their needle in you by accident. Uh, that's the only uh, that's the only uh, danger they pose to humans is accidental poking. <laughs> anyway, thanks again, Jack. That's so cool. Actually had enough. I couldn't take it. I uh, turned around all right, but I, as soon as I hit the road, I left the bush. It's just too many mosquitoes. I must have uh, 50 bites on each arm. So that should teach me. First chance I get, I'll get some bug spray. I don't even know what kind. I never buy it before. It's a nice walk anyway. It's. Uh, I'm on a dirt road, and into the country, into the bush, you know, it's nice. walking past a big barn with some cows. Ah, you just get saturated, don't you? I don't know, I've never, I've never come across a hike where I just couldn't stand the bugs anymore. <clears throat> um, but one good thing was, I passed by uh, somebody's property, and they had a beautiful waterfall going under the road from their property and uh, 
I think it was natural. It was just a lot of natural ledges of, I don't know, slate or something. It just formed a beautiful stairway uh, for the water to flow down. And uh, I spent a while taking some pictures, so I haven't had a lot of pictures, a, a lot of opportunity for pictures today, so I'm sure that'll end up being my cover shot, one of those. I actually used the little Sony uh, because it has a wider field of view, and one fun little feature of that camera, appearing to cameras, is that uh, for the first time ever that I've ever seen, you can dial up or down the aperture or dial up and down the shutter speed, depending on what you want to do. And you can look in the viewfinder or you know, the little LCD display and you can see how exposed it is. Like it actually looked too dark and you can wheel back the uh, shutter speeds or the aperture and kind of get a feel for how the shot will be. And it's very useful. You end up with a much less wasted shots. Pretty birdies. So I love this little camera. Um, the only, <laughs> I'm so rough with everything. I scratched up the view, the uh, LCD display by having it loosely in my pocket with something else, metal. And uh, I regret that. I wish it had a some kind of a protection like the bigger cameras do. My, uh, my Nikon here has a big plastic cover, removable cover over its LCD display. And, that will uh, stay on it. I'm not even going to remove it because it just—I've dropped this thing and I've fallen with it, and, and it hasn't been damaged, so that's good. Yeah, it's a little bit windy, so you can just see if whether this funny-looking hairball—I <laughs> got to take a picture of this. Let's see if I can get an Instagram of it. bugs even here. That's <laughs> a great shot, actually. I'll call it Mike Hair. So it looks just like Mike Hair. Looks like the microphone has hair. Pretty cool. I also, uh, using Instagram, I also took some footage of that water the waterfall, so if you're on, uh, if you're on sharpcreek.com and you see all my Dinkstagram, I call them Dinkstagrams, I think, on the pictures, you see them on the right of the website, but you won't see them, you'll see the movies, but they won't move. So, uh, but I think you can click on them, and that takes you to, it's like an intermediary, it's not really an Instagram site. In order to have my Instagram pictures uh, live update onto my website, I had to go through this intermediary, so I forget the name of it. It was pretty good service. I'm actually surprised Instagram isn't uh, more active on that because uh, it would be better if uh, you could just see the movies right there on, on your own website. But maybe they, I don't know, I think the early, I think the, the where Instagram early on uh, 
was trying to get to was use use your phone. Don't don't use the internet. So they kind of like if you go to Instagram's website, it's really crappy. I don't know if it's better now, but it's kind of a crappy website. Like viewing pictures kind of sucks on it. So um, the drift is while well, you shouldn't be looking on the web, you should be using your phone. So I think that was the deal. yellow butterfly, if I can capture him. He looks like a monarch. He just won't land. He's been following me all the way. Beautiful, bright yellow. Not like your typical, oh, he's gone. Not like your typical monarch, but he's uh, brighter yellow. Really nice. Anyway, this is probably the Right time for a musical interlude. And uh, I don't know what'll take up the rest of this episode. I won't be on the trails today. Wherever it is, I'll catch up with you there.
and great now I'm being dive bombed again. I think that's a Baltimore Oriole. I just photographed him and I think that's what he was. Pretty noise, eh? Noise. Wow, that's nice. Still uh, walking back on the road. Just passed a bunch of kids. It looks like a really nice place to live like here in the country. I miss that. I miss being able to just get on the bike and head off down the dirt road to my friend's house. Pretty butterflies right now too. There's something peaceful about living out here. Obviously. Dumb statement. <laughs> the fact that it's peaceful. The fact that you're not surrounded by concrete and honking horns and, and stores and businesses and smoke. It's really too bad. It's counterintuitively, though. It's the most efficient and green way for people to live is in cities. It's much more, wa much more wasteful out here, uh, spreading them out, jamming people into a tall building is more efficient. It kind of doesn't speak well for the future, does it? Because it feels like this is the way we should be living. Still pass by a river here, comes under the road, with some guys swimming and stuff. I love those big yellow butterflies. Subjects I thought up for myself. I'm getting completely pestered by great big butterfly horsefly things. I have no idea what that was. 
predation in a perfect world. <laughs> I mentioned that last week. That was kind of what was that for? Too bright flash of white. I Dad and I were having a discussion about <clears throat> um, being cruel and not being cruel. The whole idea that. Um, you know, in a perfect world, there'd be no cruelty, but then you think, uh, I don't know how we got onto that subject, but then you think cruelty is part of nature, it's, it's part of, uh, you know, there, if you go to certain parts of Africa, you'll see buzzards eating you know, animals alive, and that's like a natural form of cruelty. So where, how can you make sense of that in your head? It just means that cruelty is part of nature. It's kind of a sad thought. But it's kind of the truth. And I like to think that the future of intelligent life, these poor little birds, with this sparrow, little tiny little thing. I have no idea what it is, it's tiny. So I like the idea of the extreme future. Thinking of the extreme future where technology gets to a place where you have the ability to end all cruelty, even animals. And if we could, is that the right thing to do? You know, it's kind of a quandary. I don't like the idea that Cruelty is a necessary part of nature, I just don't like it. I don't feel right. You, know, you want to think of nature as this all-encompassing kind of love thing. And it isn't. It's mean and harsh. Extremely harsh, you know? And I just don't like where that sits. You know, so I can imagine what my car now. I can imagine you know, aliens visiting us, what they would do, and they would probably right away stop us being cruel to each other. Or would they? Well, like, all of nature is cruel to each other. And. Oh, my eyes hurt from sweating in them. So what's the answer to that? I think the answer to it is cruelty is just a side effect of life. And if you want life, sorry about that. Get you down from it. If you want life to exist. And you have to be okay with cruelty. I guess that's what I'm saying. And then you start going down the road of, well, I have my umbrella in my pocket here. <laughs> I can't get my leg in the, here. Take my umbrella out of my pocket. I have one of those little umbrellas mom gave me. That, um, turn the on, Jesus. That, um, 
packs itself right down to nothing. So I can actually fit it in my pocket. Pretty cool. Sorry if I'm being weird and long-winded. It's because I'm really hot and I can't think very quickly. I'm hot and annoyed. <laughs> the bugs are gone now. Um, I don't think even if you have bug spray, I think you still get pestered by overflies. But it's in, it wasn't that. I could put up with that. It's what I could not stand was all the millions of little mosquitoes. Just every one or two seconds, I'm being stung by a freaking mosquito. Oh, it's irritating sweating and it's too hot and it's just like ugh, one of those not a good combo today but it's still beautiful anyway so yeah that's a heavy subject isn't it that's why I didn't bring it up last time because I just don't have the answer to it and it bothers me when I don't have a good answer to things I probably and, and you know what I would even I would even say this it's not that I don't have the answer it's that I don't like the answer is uh, because my logic my logic, my brain is like so focused on clear pathways to things. Like I don't, I don't shy away from uh, places my logic takes me. You know, I think, well, that's a clear answer. And the, the clear answer that I get that I don't like is that life is bad. You know, life is bad because a big necessary part of it is cruelty. And I guess if you dig maybe a little deeper, you start to ask yourself, well, does cruelty really matter? Um, it's really just a state of consciousness of a brain, right? But maybe we're just not evolved enough to be coldly, coldly non-compassionate about it. You know, maybe that's, there's kind of two places my brain goes. One, one, it's, it's, uh, life is bad because it causes cruelty. And then second, another place to go is cruelty doesn't matter because it's only a state of mind uh, in a certain species, a certain level of, of life, you know and cruelty only happens because we've, uh, you know, creatures have evolved to feel pain and they've only evolved to feel pain and fear so that they survive you know, if you get Stung, you effectively run, or you swat something away, or you react, or you fight back, or you know, that's or you move away from the source of the pain. That's what pain's for. Pain is very unpleasant. It's just the same as we've evolved to. Um, let me turn this down a bit. All of that is to say that we.
that even mean? What does the word matters mean? That 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 word means what's important to people. And so without people in the mix, what what matters? And it's a place I don't like going because the logic of it is nothing matters. I don't like thinking that nothing matters. And so I guess you have to pick a point of view, and I can only pick a human point of view. From a human point of view, we feel sympathy for things that feel pain and suffer, and, and because we can we can empathize with it. So I don't have a nice tidy package for that in my head. You know, what's the answer to cruelty in man? Both in human cruelty and in nature. Ticket. 
stupid, stupid knob. I didn't bring my ticket. What the hell? I just gotta go get a, a drink from McDonald's here. Allegedly just a drink and nothing else. And, uh... Hopefully I don't... This isn't the McDonald's... Is this the McDonald's? I think... No, this isn't the one where I had the big fight. It wasn't a fight. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna park here. Died yet? I only 
partway into the first one or two, and it looked so good. It's, the acting is so good, so it's, it's nice to see the two actors, that redhead, uh, I don't know her name, and the other guy, I don't know his name either. <laughs> Mold, not Mulder, Holder and Lyndon. Uh, they're such great, great actors, and it's nice to see them uh, supporting a great story for a change. Because even all those surrounding actors in the other series were kind of, you know, they seemed very clunky. But, um, that, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. And uh, hopefully my week will be less hectic and I'll get that stupid form filled out and I'll let you know what happens. So until then, have a great, great time doing your thing, whatever it is you're doing, and uh, look after yourself, I'd love to hear from you, of course, and I love you, and that is the end, bye!